All right, if we could have everybody take their seats and let's give the kids one more round of applause. Excellent job. We are so excited to have uh, our young kids just eager and able to learn God's word under our roof. Before we get started, we do have some announcements. Uh, the Christmas card box is up in the missions area. If you have cards to pass out, you may use the box. If you don't have cards to pass out, don't use that box yet. Uh, we're filing the cards by last name so that we can figure out where our cards are. So make sure you check the box throughout the Christmas season to collect any cards that are addressed to you. Uh, we are bringing home to the homeless with hot meals uh, to those in need. So we're just asking for all of your help and helping being the hands and feet of Jesus. Uh, there's a meeting for this if this is a ministry you are interested in participating in. December 15th in the gym. If you would like, oh, it's not a meeting. I guess this is when they're meeting to do it. So if you would like to prep the meals, it'll be at 3.30. And if you would like to distribute the meals, be here at 4.15. If you would like to prep and distribute them, be here at 3.30 and then just stay through. Uh, hometown Christmas Women and Children's Potluck Brunch is December 9th at 10 a.m. There's going to be food, singing, crafts, and they added fun onto here, but all of those sound like fun. So you just get fun all around. The sign-up is in the foyer. And I need a drum roll, please. Carlos, can I get you on the drums or something? Can you give us a real one? We got the live Christmas play here at Home Church Christmas Eve. That's right. 5 p.m. It is the Polar Express, a ticket home. You don't want to miss it. Uh, so bring your family and your friends. This is a great way to bring uh, people who are normally not going to come to church with you to church because everybody loves Christmas, everybody loves children, and everybody loves plays. Two out of three isn't bad. So <laughs> get him here, let him watch the play, it'll be great. Um, this is the last time we're performing it. It was a great turnout, great event last year. So once again, you just don't wanna be missing that. If you are in the Christmas play, uh, our next Christmas play practice is this Thursday, December 7th at 6 p.m. So make sure you are here for that. <clears throat> and that's it for our announcements today. So we're going to be moving in through our time of uh, giving of our tithes and offerings. We're so, so thankful to everybody who has been faithful in this. Uh, it allows us to do things like our kids quizzing or um, our Christmas play or give food out to the hungry. So we cannot do what we do without the financial support of our congregation. Um, and like I say every week, it is also mandated by God. So uh, I give the most important reason last, just to strike it home. We have three ways that you can give tithes and offerings. You can do it in person. We have a box at the back, box at the front of the sanctuary. You can do it online through our website, or you can always mail in a check or money order. If you have any questions on any of this, please just call to a leader. We would love to walk you through uh, the purpose of tithe, what we're doing with uh, the tithes at this church. Uh, like I said, if you have any questions, Always feel free to approach somebody. And as we go into this time, we're going to be praying for the tithes and offerings, getting our hearts prepared to sing worship to our Lord. So if I could have everybody stand to their feet and bow their heads with me. <coughs> Lord, we are so awestruck by the grace that you show us, by the 
by the movement of your spirit in our lives. And we just thank you that we have a spirit of generosity in this church, that we have a spirit to go help those outside of these walls. And we ask that you would take the tithes and offerings that we present today and that you would use it in ways that bolster this congregation, but also go spread your word out through this community. We thank you for every blessing that we have in our lives. And as we get ready to sing, we just thank you for the breath in our lungs. And we just want to give this all back to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today is the second Advent candle uh, this morning. Um, as we light this candle uh, this morning, I would like um, our brother, um, and I, before I invite them up, I just, I want to thank God for their faithfulness, uh, for their exampleship, for their love, for their church, their heart. Uh, this is a couple who's been through a lot of things in life and and don't show it you know you don't know and you don't see um, but that's what happens through time in life you become you hopefully we get to a place of maturity where all hell could be breaking loose and you and God are just talking about it can somebody say amen, amen. you know and uh, so uh, with that being said I'd like to invite uh, our brother and sister uh, Mike and Linda McDaniel please come and uh, light this uh, second Advent candle this morning. Hallelujah. Can we give them a hand this morning? Amen. Can we give God praise this morning? Amen. Yes. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Um, so before we light the candle, Mike and Linda, I want to read this. is uh, the second purple candle. It would be, on, it would be right in front of you. Uh, symbolizes faith also known as the Bethlehem candle, and it signifies Mary and Joseph's journey to Bethlehem. And I want to read this scripture again. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who have dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has now shined. Amen. Let's go ahead and light that, please. Thank you. I could have my sister come and sing us Emmanuel, Emmanuel this morning. Thank you. You may be seated this morning as we reflect on these words that are sung to us this morning.
us this morning as we sing out that chorus one more time. Rejoice, rejoice, lift your voice this morning. Rejoice! scripture this morning mark 16 verse 15 he said to them go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation sister i think you need to read that one more time mm -hmm. I, i'm not sure if the if i know a few people heard that scripture but i think we need to read it one more time please i apologize sister some people haven't had their coffee yet <laughs> so we need a double dose of the Holy Ghost this morning. Can somebody say amen? I, I'm just, I, just. Mark 16, verse 15. He said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Amen. 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 Go tell, tell everybody. Go tell Tell everybody, go tell, tell everybody, go tell, tell everybody, go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere I'm gonna go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere, go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. While shepherds kept their watching O'er silent flocks by night Behold, throughout the heavens There shone a holy light The shepherds feared and trembled Who in low above the earth Rang out the angels' chorus the held our Savior's birth. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain, that Jesus Christ is born. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain, that Jesus Christ is born. Tell it on the mountain that 
Jesus Christ is born. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born.
seated this morning. We're going to take some time right now to open the altars. And uh, maybe, maybe you're on stage. Maybe ladies, Carlos, not ladies, sorry, Carlos too. You, you're on stage and you want to go pray for somebody. Maybe you want to, God put someone on your heart. You want to bring your child down. Maybe there's a child that you have that's not here with you this morning. You want to lift them up. You want to pray for them. Maybe there's a hurting mother, a hurting father. Maybe there's somebody in your family who's in need of healing. Whatever the issue is, maybe you just need to cry out to Jesus. You come to these altars this morning. We're going to open these altars. If you feel leading, come down, pray. May we have the heart of the woman who went through the crowd and just wanted to touch the hem of his garment. She wasn't sitting on the sidelines. She wasn't just sitting there and just expecting him to. No, she had, a, she had to fight her way. Maybe this morning you have to fight your way through something to come down to the altar to speak, to get a, a miracle from Jesus. Amen. Let's do that right now as our sisters sing this song. The altars are open. Amen. Speak the name of Jesus over you in your hurting, in your sorrow. I will ask my God to move. I speak the name because it's all that I can do in desperation. I'll seek heaven and pray.
Jesus name, Jesus name. 
back and speak to us. Sometimes when he speaks to me, I, I, I get chills. I, get, I, I, I know it's him. Because... <laughs> God is, God is, he is so merciful, he's so amazing, he deserves our worship and praise this morning. Let's stand to our feet and let's sing out that chorus this morning. Before we, before we go into the word, sisters, let's sing that chorus. I pray for your healing, circumstances would change. bow your heads with me right now. Just repeat with me. Father, in Jesus' name, speak to me today through your words. May I grow. May I learn. Not because of anything I knew, but because of you. In Jesus' precious name. We pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning, church. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can we give God praise for our worship team this morning? Amen. Yes. Yes. Amen. It's a beautiful thing. You know, every time we, when we have a couple come down and we give, we give a, a, a clap offering, it's not for them. We're praising God for them. Amen. Worship team, thank you. You may be seated. Thank you so very much. I appreciate you. Can we give our worship team another hand this morning? Yes. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 through 25. Turn there with me. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 through 25. 
Hallelujah. I thank God for the dedicated, for the hardcore, for the people who don't live by emotions. I mean, you know, it's a hard thing sometimes not to live by your emotion. Um, we were just at Elevate. We were just at NYC. I don't know, back in July. And it's crazy. I was talking to a pastor on the phone, and he says, you know, I think I need to send my teens to another NYC because they, they're not coming to church and they're not raising their hands and they did it a couple weeks after, but then life happened and they're not doing it anymore. What do I do? And I'm thinking, if you got to send your kids to NYC in order for a teenager to get excited for Jesus and something's wrong. And I thank God for people like Carlos who has gone through hell and back and is up here worshiping Jesus Christ no matter what's going on in his life. Amen? Amen? And our teenagers and our kids here who are learning God's word, getting deep into the word on a Saturday. But that's just one day. We don't see all the time they practiced through their homework in school and their mom telling them to clean their room. I'm telling you, I got one amen from one mom. <laughs> God is so good. And I hope these words this morning, I hope... I hope God can speak to you this morning through, through uh, what he has given me. Um, what I speak and what I preach is always simple. Um, there's, there are no theologians lining up to hear me. Um, not to say we have people who are very uh, grounded and very wise in the word here in our church. But I didn't graduate with a, a summa laude, cum laude. I graduated with a thank you laude. <laughs> and God used my life. Use me. Lord, if you can use a prostitute, you can use me. If you can use a fisherman, you can use me. If you can use a tax collector, Lord, use my life. And if you could rebuke a Pharisee, rebuke me. But may I be different from a Pharisee because they saw Jesus and yet they didn't see him. May I this morning, no matter how much wisdom I have or think I got, may I come to him this morning humble, humble, with my pride aside. And don't look at me, but just hear what Jesus has to say to you today through me. Amen? Amen. Who's ready for the word? Amen. Amen. Let's read our scripture here, Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. Well, while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you, marry your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated with us. 
Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son. And he called his name Jesus. Amen. I'm motivated today. I'm inspired today. Um, I should say last week because of my longing, one of the longings that I have in my life ever since I was a little child, since I was Mateo's age. Um, there's a lot of things that we long for that we want to, uh, we aspire to do. Uh, just whatever that is, whatever comes to your mind. But one of the things that I always longed for was to be an instrument for God. To be a channel that God can use, no matter what. If that was taking out the trash at church, I'd take out the trash at church. That was my first ministry. Many of you know that. I was a garbage boy. That was my first ministry. I was the, I was the most proud garbage boy in the world. I, I wore it with a badge of honor. Uh, I was asking people, here, give me your trash, give me your trash. You know, I did that for seven years. And my heart was, whatever I can do, Lord, I just want to be an instrument that you can play. That you can, that you can use for your your glory. More than anything else, God, use my life. And so every day I want to, I, I take a look at my life and look at uh, my, my, myself in the mirror and say, God, what can, what can I do today? Who can I help? Who can you put in front of me? Is it the guy on the side with the sign? I don't know. Is it, is it, is it someone that looks like they have it all together, but there's, there's something... I just need to, who, what, what's going on? Who can I help today? Can you look at yourself in the mirror at the end of the day and say, did I, did, did I do all I could do for my loved ones? Did I, did I please the Father today? Did I make a difference in the world today for good? You know, you ever go to, you ever look in the mirror and just say, did today, what did you do? You know? God chose Joseph and Mary to be an instrument to bring the Savior of the world into the world. Pretty crazy to think about. He chose these two. Out of everybody he could have chose, God chose Joseph and Mary. And I thought about that. If God had to do that today, could God choose you? You say, well, Jesus already came. Well, that's true, and I'm glad he did. But how do you know our God's still in the choosing, using business? <laughs> he is, and he wants to use you in a way that you never, ever expect or think. But the question is, if God had to choose you or you were a candidate for him to choose. What would you have to do in your house in order for baby Jesus to come over? It got too quiet right there. I'm going to let that sit. What, like what, what conversations would have to change in the house with baby Jesus around? What, what TV channels would you, would you maybe not watch or watch? And you might have people say, well, I, would, I don't care. I am who I am. I watch what I, hey, well, hey. Well, that's, you will always be right there with that attitude. 
But if we come humble this morning, what would we do differently if we knew baby Jesus? How about this? If your wife told you today, I'm pregnant with child, it's from the Holy Spirit. Nine months from now, we're going to have a baby. Bill, what would you do? Huh? What would you do? You know what I mean? Vince, what would you do? You're like, hey, we've had no date night. What are you talking about? You're pregnant with a baby. What do you mean? And, and Kristen said, what's up the Holy Spirit, Vince? Yeah. Let's, can, can we be real? Can we just be honest? This is what's going on right here. I mean, again, what would we do differently? So I want to look at some of the characteristics of Joseph and, and Mary, but today I want to focus on Joseph and what made him qualified. When actually, I don't want to use that word qualified because qualified, how many you know God, he qualifies the called, right? He doesn't call the qualified, thank God, or else I would not, I would not be here right now. Matter of fact, none of us, well, maybe some of you, but I know I wouldn't be here right now. He qualifies the called calls you and then he will qualify you but you have to be willing to be called can somebody say amen? amen and so what what made them a candidate and what 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 about joseph's life husband boyfriend to the josephs what made him qualified to be the father of baby jesus Let's look in the scripture right here, verse 19. Then Joseph, her husband, being a, a what? A what? Just man. And not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. This is when he found out she was pregnant with child. Okay, so number one, the Bible says Joseph was a just man. The word just means innocent. I'm going to slow down for you, brother. Innocent, holy. It has a root meaning of someone who makes right choices. So Joseph was a just man. How many know 99% of the time of our issues and problems are because of the choices we made? The bad choices we made, and there is 1%, I said 99%, 1% is from somebody else. But 99% of the time, of the, of the, whether good or bad, is because of the decisions we've made in life. We make choices on the fly. We make choices without prayer. We make choices without using godly discernment. Uh, whatever it is, it's without God. But Joseph, the Bible says, was a just man. He made righteous choices and he had every right and this is why i salute joseph he had every right to expose her publicly and morally he could have took her out and could have said hey i can't believe this this girl said she was a virgin and uh she lied and she's pregnant and but no he was a just man he didn't want to embarrass her he just said hey we're going to call this off and that's actually what he planned to do we're going to call this off but he wanted to do it privately he didn't want to exp exp how many know you know what's in a person you know what's in the heart of a person when somebody in life makes a mistake you see where somebody else is at when it comes to judgment there are some people who would have said oh look at what she did just like the pharisees you remember that but, but Joseph was a just man, and he said, 
you know what, we're just going to, we're not going to do this, this ain't going to work, it's not going to, but let me, I don't want to, I don't want you to be, I don't want to embarrass you, hey, wow, and he wants to put her away mindfully. But something changed his mind. Something changed a just man's mind, and that was point number two. He heard from God. He heard from God. Let's read right here, verse 20. But while he thought about these things, behold, what did he, what's he thinking about? Mary, who's the other guy? Mary, what's happening here? Mary, what's going on? Mary, while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. How many know God can speak to us in dreams? Saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will save his people from their sins. He got a word from God. And that's what happens when the Spirit of God is living in you. That's what happens when the Spirit of God is living in you. He got a word from God because the Spirit of God is living in him. How many know in Psalms 37, 23, 24, it says your steps are ordered by God. A, a, a person who's serving the Lord, your steps are ordered by God. Isn't that a beautiful thing? The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delights in his ways. When you're a just man or a just woman of God, sometimes the craziest things in life will happen. Sometimes the craziest situations in life will happen. Sometimes God will ask you, so you'll be reading the word of God, you say, wait, that don't make no sense. How could that, God wants me to love my enemies? This don't make no sense. My wife just came home and told me she's pregnant of the Holy Spirit. That don't make no sense. But he, because he's a just man and he hears from God, he can obey even in the craziest times of circumstances. There are some people who would have been in this, in this case right here. Wait a second. You want me to what? Nope. I'm out. Well, no, you got to understand this is, nope. What do you mean give 10% of my income to the church? I'm out. No, no, no. I know it looks crazy right now. I know you don't got a job right now. I know you're barely making ends meet right now, but just trust the Lord. He has spoken. Will you obey? And whatever that is in your life, whatever that is, the craziest things, God will speak to you and say, hey, love those who despitefully use you. Be good to those who aren't good to you. Whatever it is, I'm preaching to myself, church. God can use Mary and Joseph because Joseph could hear God. He heard God. Husbands, boyfriend, young man, are you hearing God? When's the last time God spoke to you? When's the last time you went to your spouse and you said, honey, the Lord spoke to me today? Really, what did he say? He, he wanted me to tell you you're beautiful. I mean, I don't know. What a, what, what, I mean, when's the last time you went to just say, hey, uh, God spoke to me today? 
Really, what did he say? He said, buy pastor a brand new Tesla. <laughs> I looked at Bill. <laughs> just joking, just joking. Whatever it is, you know, when's the last time God spoke to you? Through a dream, an encouraging word. When's the last time? May that be a challenge this morning, amen? A challenge to all of us. There are days, God don't, I, I'm not hearing God, I don't feel, God, where are you at? And sometimes it's my own insecurities. I overthink it. God's not speaking to me. Oh my gosh, what's happening? Oh, it's like, hey, relax. There's a billion of people in the world. <laughs> God wants to order your steps. He wants you to surrender him, surrender to him so he can call the shots in your life. He wants to control every aspect of your life only if you let him. That's the key word right there. He wants to control every part of your life. He wants to help you. And I don't know about you, but I'm more than okay with God controlling my steps, ordering my steps. I'm totally fine with that. I want him to do that. Joseph could discern God's voice. He was a just man. Wouldn't it be scary if, if Joseph says, God, I'm not sure if this is you. No, it's, yeah, it's you, but I don't, I don't know. Like a child who... The parent tells them, hey, come here. A child should know their parent's voice. Can you imagine if your child didn't know your voice? Or if another parent said, hey, come here, and your child just said, hey, I thought it was you. That's what a scary thing that would be. Listening to other voices instead of their own mom and dad. Do you know the father's voice? Can you hear his voice? I want to stress that because it's important to know God's voice. Someone told me one time, God isn't talking to me. He, I, I haven't heard him in years. He doesn't talk anymore. And I told him that's, it's not an issue whether God's talking or not. The issue is, are you listening? Are you tuned in to the right station? Are you tuned in? Like right now, if I want to listen to Christmas music, what channel would I be on if I wanted to listen to Christmas music? 106.9. Wow, well, we got some Christmas listeners here this morning. Amen. Well, let's do Christmas. I'm going to turn to 106.9. If I wanted to listen to, to uh, uh, cussing, what I, no, I'm joking. Just joking. <laughs> I wanted to testing you guys, see where you're at. If I wanted to listen to, uh, you, know, you, you know, whatever that is, I'm going to put it on that station. Christmas is 106.9, but if I was at 106.1, it would, it, would, it would be like a, you know, here it comes down, here it comes, right this and this and then you get it to 106.7, and, you know, all I want for Christmas is you, you, all the lessons you've ever seen. But if you put on 106.9, baby is cold baby is cold Perfect. Part clear because you're tuned in. You're on the right channel. You're right. You're right there. Your dial's tuned in. You know what I'm saying? The question is not is God well, God, is he speaking? No, he's speaking. Are you tuned in to his channel? Is your heart right with him? Are you are you in line with him? Or not perfect? Joseph wasn't the Bible doesn't say he was perfect. He was just a just man. He was a just man and he was tuned in. And speaking of radio stations, I remember a time when I was working. 
and, and, and um, I, I, had my own, I had my own station, and there was only one radio in the whole, in the whole department. And we would share the radio, and every now and then we would we'd get our turn to, you know, and, but sometimes the guys didn't like what I would play, and I didn't like what they played. And so there was like music wars going on in the shop. And I would, I would turn on K-Love, and they'd be like, God's not dead, he's surely alive, he's living on the inside, roaring like a lion. And all of a sudden, I mean, that music's loud too, because you got machinery going on, you got... You hear God's not dead. He, and all of a sudden it would change to and and I'm saying like that because I can't say the words. And I'm like, oh no. So if you weren't around, if you let's say you were down the hall somewhere, you would be hearing this. God's not dead, he's surely alive. He's living. God's not dead, he's surely alive. He's living on the inside, roaring like a. And finally, I said, you know what? That's it. I'm going to buy my own radio station, my own radio, and I'm going to put it right here, and nobody is going to mess with this. All I'm trying to tell you this morning is get tuned into Jesus and don't let anybody or anyone change the station that you are on. Don't let anybody or anything in life change your radio station, your dial, for you to hear Jesus. Joseph could hear God. He was a just man. But while he thought about these things, verse 20, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So here's number three. Joseph, he obeyed God. You know, it's one thing to hear God. It's one thing for your kid it's one thing for you as a kid, your parent calls you, I don't care how old you are, you could be 30 years old, your parent calls you and says, hey, I need you to do this for me. It's one thing to hear them, it's another thing to execute what they want you to do. And Joseph here obeyed God. And this message this morning is really a key principle for our lives to be able to move forward in God as we make righteous choices, as we make good choices, as we do the thing that we know is right to do. Not how we feel, but what we know is right by God's word. What we know is right to do. So I want to ask you a question. And, I, and for those who are writing these, this down in their notes, just write this down, even in your phone. What are the areas in my life that I'm not obeying God in? What are the areas in my life that I have made no effort to correct or to change? What are those things? And if you're sitting next to somebody, maybe write like this so they don't see. <laughs> or if you're an open book, just say whatever. Just what, what are those things in my life? I know what the right thing to do is, but I just, I, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it right now. Um, Joseph obeyed God. He did exactly, they did exactly what God 
wanted them to do. Even by, with naming the child. Yeah, you know, naming the child can seem so insignificant. Can you imagine Mary wanting to, oh, this is my baby, I want to name him. I want to name him, I don't know, pick a name. Mary wants, that's her baby. She wants to name, but God says, no, I want you to name him Jesus. You know how many people would have said, well, I think we deserve the right to name. I know God, but you know, God will understand. No, that's why he chose these two, because they executed what he wanted them to do. God, ex, God told them, this is what I want, and they said, yes, Lord, we will do that. And they did exactly what God wanted them. You don't have to be perfect. Just listen to God. Amen? Amen? We don't have to be perfect. Just listen to God. Can we make the right choice this morning? As I close, I want to share a story with you. There was a soldier who was coming home for Christmas after having fought in Vietnam. He called his parents from San Francisco and he said, Mom and Dad, I'm coming home, but I have a favor to ask. I have a friend and I'd like to bring him home with me. Sure, they replied, we'd love to meet him. But there's something you should know, the son continued. He was hurt badly in the fight. He stepped on a landmine and lost an arm and leg and has nowhere else to go. I want him to come live with us. I'm sorry to hear that, son. Maybe we can help him find somewhere to live. No, mom and dad, I, I want him to live with us. Son, said the father, you don't know what you're asking. Someone with such a handicap will be a terrible burden on us. We have our own lives to live. And we can't let something like this interfere with our lives. I think you should just come home and forget about this guy. He'll find his way to live. At that point, the son hung up the phone. The parents heard nothing more from him. A few days later, however, they received a call from the San Francisco police. Their son had died after falling from a building. They were told by the police they believed it was a suicide, the police said. The grief and parents flew to San Francisco and were taken to the city morgue to identify the body of their son. They recognized him, but to their horror, they also discovered something they didn't know. Their son only had one arm and one leg. The father goes to say years later, I knew it was the right thing to do. I just didn't do it. Whatever that thing in your life is, you know it's the right thing to do. I'm preaching to myself, church. You know what's the right thing to do, and you don't do it. It never turns out okay. But can we have the heart of Joseph this morning not perfect, but can we have the heart of Joseph, whether male or female, and just say, I want to be a just man, a just woman of God. Lord, I want to just, I want to please you. I want to, not that my name be glorified, but that your name be glorified. Amen.
Let's bow our heads this morning. Amen. I want to pull up a song as our heads bowed, eyes closed, and I want to sing out this chorus as we dismiss. The first Noel, if we can get those lyrics, the first Noel on the screen. Christmas is a time of of joy and but the reality is during Christmas there are many people who are lost, hurting, and broke. And even Mary and Joseph during this time, let's just say it wasn't all joyful. They were stressed out, I'm sure, confused, hungry, tired, weary. Fill in the blank. But they knew what the right thing to do was, and they, they, they did it. And because of that, today, we as believers, can, we, can, we can receive Christ this morning. And you're here this morning, and you need Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. You're not right with God. You're not right with the Lord. You want God to forgive you of your sins. I want you right now, where you're at, just where you're at, I want you to pray and ask God to forgive you. Say, Father, forgive me of my sin. I repent. I'm sorry. You talk to the Father right now. It don't matter who's sitting by you. You say, Father, forgive me of my sin. I repent. I turn my life to you. I I give you my heart. Do that right now. If you're watching with us online, uh, to the faithful on our online and to, to those who, maybe it's your first time watching, Maybe you're going to stumble across this in February. I don't know. You're not right with Jesus. Do it right now. Father, come into my heart. Come into my life. Forgive me my sin. I repent. I'm sorry. I want to sing out this chorus as we dismiss. Church, if you, if you, uh, if you could sing with me in chorus as we worship the Savior through this song. And as we sing this song while you're seated, uh, as you're singing this, may these words paint a picture in your mind of Joseph and Mary, the shepherds, the moment. The first Noel, the angels descend. Was to certain poor shepherd in fields as they lay. In fields where they lay, they keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night. That was so deep. No.
daylight and so it continued both day and night Noel, 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 Noel Born is the King Let's all stand to our feet as we sing that one more time, Noel. Noel, 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 Noel. Born is the King of Israel. Amen. Born is the King of Israel, born this day to us a king, amen, Amen. is born. Hallelujah. Church, may we do the right thing, amen, Amen. with with each other, with our neighbor, with, with, with our world that we live in. May we do the right thing, whatever that is, whatever God is asking of you. May we do the right thing. May may we make the right choice this season holiday. Christmas at home, I want to thank you for for spending it here with us. And next week, we're going to be talking about Mary and what made her a candidate. And ladies, don't freak out. God's not going to impregnate you, okay? So ladies, (laughs) calm down. It's okay. Uh, But maybe, I don't know, there's, there's some other ones here who I know maybe want for a future yeah, that'd be crazy, though. Can you imagine nine months from now if we find out somebody's having a baby? Wouldn't that be intense? That would freak me out. Amen. Hallelujah. Be blessed today. Be blessed. Go in the goodness of God. Let's bow our heads this morning. Brother Brett, could you come here and uh, please bless us this morning as we dismiss thank you so much for allowing us all to be here. We thank you so much for choosing Joseph and Mary to be the mother and father to raise the child that was the son of man. Father, we thank you for his love, for his sacrifice. May we all go and and be like Joseph. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen.